Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. I love this topic of being your best person that you can be. How do you show up in the best way? And what is your best? You know, for my perspective, my best varies every single minute of every single day. And last week that showed up for me, you know, and by the time this comes out, it will be a month or so afterwards. But just to quickly give the the story here is my mom fell and broke her ankle and it was dislocated in it as well. And she's 80 years old and she has had some weight challenges in her life. So she's a little overweight or more than that. So it just, it just was a challenging time. And they were in Vermont because they lost their son-in-law to a heart attack two weeks earlier. And so they were flying back to Florida because they were closing on their mobile home. So this is a long story, but it's just, they were going to fly back to Florida two days later after she fell. So she had some major complications in the hospital, ended up having to have surgery to keep her ankle in place. The point here is I was trying to help my dad out by saying, hey, I'll do whatever you need me to do and I'll cancel your flights if you want. I'm sure because it's medical, you'll get credit and you can deal with that later. So I spent four hours trying to get through to a attendant and it just kept going to busy. And so I couldn't even get on hold. (laughs) And so I could feel in my body where I was like, just go for a walk, come back to this later. And, and my old pattern showed up for me it was like, no, I got to get this done now. I need to take care of my parents. You know, I can't be on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. So I've got to do this. So there's a reason why I share all of that, because we all have patterns and the old pattern will show up at some point. Even if you have done a lot of work, the old pattern will show up and you get to choose how you react or respond. I finally got through to a travel agent and by accident, didn't mean to call that number. I called the number and the travel agent answered. And I said, I don't know how I got this number, but I'm looking for this particular airline. And they're like, oh, we can help you. The woman couldn't, I couldn't understand her. She didn't speak English well. She kept cutting me off over and over and over. She kept cutting me off. She, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. And finally, when I got to the place of my, my body elevated and, you know, like I kept getting madder and madder and frustrated, more frustrated. By the time the particular, the time we got to the end of the call, she says, okay, so I'm going to have to charge you $60 for whatever. And I'm like, no, there shouldn't be any change fees. So she basically was going to charge my parents. 
I lost my shit. <laughs> like I went to talk to her and she cut me off again and I just blew my stack. I just was like, stop cutting me off. Just stop. And I just, just was not the human <laughs> that I normally am. And I totally lost my shit. And I share that because we are all human. We all lose it. We all don't treat people well at times. And what happened after that was that ebb and flow of the emotions of starting to beat myself up, feeling guilty. And with that said, I was able to go with the flow and just say, I was the best person I could be in the moment. Can I apologize? Yes. Will I want to show up like that all the time? Absolutely not. That's not how I want to show up. And so if we can bring it back to the place of, okay, so I was warned by my body to say, go for a walk, get yourself into a space where you are calm and collected. And I went into that phone call with the energy of frustration, of need, of having to fix something. And that was the outcome of it. So I share that to just see like, where do all of you show up the best person you can be and not be your best? And then what can you do to, um, what have you been able to do to look back and say, how can I, how could I have approached that differently? Thank you for sharing that beautiful story, Kathleen. What comes to me first about showing up as my best self wholly, fully, wholeheartedly present, feeling, moving through all the things that, you know, it it all starts with me and like where I'm at in where I'm at first, like just sort of in my state, like mentally, like where am I emotionally? Am I hangry? Am I not hangry? Have I worked out today? Have I not worked out? Have I meditated? Have I not Do I have something on my mind that I need to like talk to somebody about that I'm not like, where am I? Right. And am I like doing all the things to be my best self? And I feel like we all probably have a really great idea about what those, those self-care, those, those things look like. And I feel like really minding the voices, we all have like a couple voices in our, our head as well. And I definitely have one that is the negative one is always like the one, like, that's like, you know, telling me everything I'm doing is wrong and saying like, not nice things and, and stuff like that. And that voice needs to be really shut down super low as well. And always being in awareness of where am I? There's always like all kinds of information to sort of sift through, you know, and it can be challenging. You know, I feel like being our best self, it's like you said, Kathleen, it's like a moment by moment thing. Right. And it's like, there's always things to learn. Right. Like, how do we even know if we are in our best self? I don't know. I mean, like I'm naming some things off about self-care and all that. And it's like, you know, when I look back on, you know, 
challenging conversations, for example, and what happens after a challenging conversation where maybe I'm confronting something, you know, like I've had all kinds of friction lately, you know, with like our construction team and our landlord. And there's like things that you would tell yourself that is like, am I really having to like confront this right now with a bunch of adults? Like The answer is yes. Yes. Because there's gotta be like, like leadership. There's gotta be like people talking behind people's back that does nothing. Right. And so it's like, I feel like I've been in weeks long confronting um, this situation with like my landlord, like property manager and my construction team. And it's like, all kinds of funny things have happened. And, you know, I get frustrated in the process. They get frustrated. But, you know, I feel like when I'm not being my best self is when I'm not being true to myself and keeping truth first, especially when you're dealing with a bunch of teams and a bunch of personalities. And rather than like feed into the drama right? It's like, how do I step back? Because we have to make, this has to be a win, win, win for like everybody for fit district to get built, you know? So it's like, go to that voice. I started with this voice. That's like, this is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, this is what the group needs, right? This is what the group needs. And in the process disrupting some things isn't always easy. And you have to use certain techniques for that. You know, like if if somebody, you know, is just like wanting to be petty and be a jerk to the landlord just to be the jerk. Well, we're not going to get anywhere that way. Right. So it just really, really takes. And I haven't always shown up as my best self in those situations where like I won't go fully in on the truth or I or or like do a full, like confront, this is the situation, you know, like I'll get a little scared and then I'll have to like have another meeting around it or, or whatever. Like, so I would say my best, not being my best self, best self is when I'm like not being true to myself or true to what the team needs. If we're talking like business or, or what the family or the friends need, right. Or, or if I'm like feeding into like some of the drama in some way, like, just like truth and like, and, and when I feel like my best self, it may not even be in the process of like confronting or truth, but like the aftermath of how it all flows after that, you know, like, did we come together? Did things, did problems get solved? Right. Like that to me is a one way I'm really gauging um, my best self lately is just, are we solving problems? Right. Because there's, there's a lot of things there. Right. And so every day I'm always examining truly most days. How did I do? Right. How did I show up? Oh, I was a little scared there or, Oh, I really kicked like really kicked some ass in a really great way over there. And oh, this project really came together beautifully there. Like, so, you know, there's always room to grow or, oh, I could have handled that situation a little bit more like this. Right. So I think, you know, maybe our best self is always like this ultimate place that we're striving for. And it's like, don't be so hard on you yourself either. Right. Cause we all like, we're going to show up in different ways and I think when you can look at yourself in the mirror and you can say to yourself, you know, like, great job, 
great job for stepping in. It wasn't perfect, right? Everything's perfectly and perfect, but great job for stepping in. It was a difficult conversation. It was a difficult thing. It was very stressful. You helped this person, right? Like you added value here. If I can look myself in the mirror at the end of the day and say those things, I'm happy and I'm always ready to grow. That's awesome, Catherine. Catherine brings up a really good point about how stress can dictate how our best selves actually is or Mm -hmm. are. And as I said earlier, our best self is the best self that we can be in the moment. It's not about being something different than you are. It's about just examining and becoming aware of Mm -hmm. how you're showing up in the world. So Sarah, you starting to say something. So I wanted to just give it to you before I cut you off for Catherine. (laughs) Thank you. And just such powerful wisdom coming through from both of you, Kathleen and Catherine. I can relate in some sense and maybe Claudette will understand a little bit, but as a realtor, we are subject to the general public. So we have phone calls coming from the general public from signs brochures, online advertising, and and realtors. And what's interesting to me and what I've learned along this journey is that I don't pick my partner that I need to work with for the next 45 or 60 days. That partner is chosen by it being the best offer and then our representation throughout the process. So I sign up every day to not know what's on the other end. And what that has really taught me is, and I used to have it on the door in my office because I was really having a hard time being compassionate and being kind with what I perceived in that moment, someone who didn't know what they were talking about, lack of education, not knowing what they were doing, had very little patience for that. And so really, I feel blessed and the opportunity to hone those skills on a more than regular basis because I oftentimes don't know what's on the other end and it can be a rock star agent and we have the best flow and all the boxes are getting checked and the clients are happy. That can be the experience and it can be someone who's never done a real estate deal before and it's their first time and you have to kind of piece it together for them and help them through the process to get to the final end line. And so I do feel fortunate that it's something that I've really worked on is my reaction or my response to just anybody, just anybody and asking anything. Sometimes it's fun. And I think one of the ways that I'm growing most recently is asking myself, am I in my heart or am I in my head? And that kind of helps ground me back. And then I'm learning the power of questions and how questions can elevate a conversation and how questions can change the trajectory of where things are headed sometimes. Instead of shutting off and telling and sharing, leaning in, asking questions, letting the other person open up a little bit, that's been a technique. So just as I am you know, just open to the general public and anything and everything about real estate that they want to call about or text about is, you know, getting back to, am I in my heart? We have, we have all these values that are super important. And so 
when I'm in my head, I'm asking, am I being transparent? Am I being client protective? Am I being ethical? These are values that we hold really high. And that is the logical side of things. And that is who we show up as when we're answering these difficult questions. You know, are we being transparent? Are we being ethical, et cetera? But the reality is the real growth for me has been in showing up and finding out whether or not I'm in my heart or not. And that really leans to what you were saying, Catherine, because when I'm in my heart, I am in truth. That is when truth shows up. And so, you know, I feel like that's the moment that I can show up my best self, but it's an art and it's something that I'm practicing and it's something that I'm growing every day. I'm not perfect and absolutely can be extremely reactive. And Kathleen, in your situation, I probably would have done the same thing. I have a hard, I have a low tolerance for exactly what you described, you know? And so, yes, I mean, are we showing up as our best self most of the time, but not always. Yeah. Sarah, I love how you said be in your heart, not your head. You know, that's, you find out that you show your best, best self is when you're in your heart. I was listening to a podcast this morning and I think they said that you magnify and manifest a thousand times faster in your heart than you do in your head. Mm-hmm. It may have been 10,000, but I, I can't remember the exact, but it is substantially faster in your heart than you are in your head. So why not be in our heart most of the time? And the reason why I love this topic is because our best self is our best self. Our best self is going to be very, very different when we're in the middle of stress, when we've lost a loved one, when we lost a job, when we've like that best self is getting out of bed in the morning. Our best self, when things are going smooth and great, is that we are smiling and we're, we're sharing our love with everyone and there's like little stress there. So Claudette, I'm really interested in what you have to say in regard, because you have, again, it's about the truth, right? And the truth is that we're all love no matter where we show up, no matter how we show up. No matter where, no matter how. We are love. We originate from love. And this is kind of interesting because the podcast I have coming out this week is on this topic. So, and I'm doing a follow-up. So it's an, we could do probably three or four podcasts on this, right? Not just one. But to me, it's moving into emotional mastery. And we do it through the evolution of our soul. And it's a matter of transcending five-sense consciousness, which means... Am I this emotion? Am I, you know, sadness, anger, and rage used to be my go-to three. (laughs) It was like sad, anger, rage. The sadness would hit, then the anger and the rage would come, right? Or anger, rage, and then sad because I had anger and rage. (laughs) I was was disappointed in myself. I was like, I want to be nice to people. I was a total bitch, right? In real estate, Sarah, real estate was the catalyst Like, I don't know of any other job. They say in real estate, you're either going to quit within 12 months or you grow some thick skin, right? And so it was a catalyst for me because it triggered every insecurity that I ever had within the depth of my being. 
And if I lost a client or something went wrong, I would punish myself for two or three weeks, feeling incredibly bad in being consumed in a sadness, right? But what began to pull me out of that was the truth. And I begin to understand that my emotions are feedback to what I believe in my soul. We could say something outside of us has happened and this is why. But if that holds true, then it would hold true for everyone. So you can have some the same thing happen to three different people and you'll have three different reactions based on what they believe, right? Everybody filters their life experience based on what they believe. So really the belief is driving the car. And I realized my anger and rage, I mean, I'm going to admit, this is like my confessional. You guys are my priest. I was such a bitch and I was considered the red terror. And I've made people cry at the negotiation table and had no pity on it. It was ego all the way. And then my heart began to soften, right? And I was like, this is not who I am. This was years ago. And I was like, this is not who I am. So then I begin the journey of why do I get so angry? Then I understood how to connect to truth and go through that emotion into the belief. I begin to unwind from the emotional spin at that point. Because when we're in rage or anger, we can hardly think about anything else. When we're consumed by sadness, we're, we're, we're at the sadness party. We're on the little sadness yacht. You know, that's all we're doing. And so we, we're in what's called a beta brain wavelength. And beta keeps you from connecting to your heart. Now, you can train yourself to be in beta and alpha, even in gamma, because gamma is the highest wavelength where inspiration comes. You can train yourself for that. And this is what this is about. It's about our soul evolving into mastery. And then the emotions, instead of thinking that they are who we are, they are feedback. They're feedback for what we believe about what is happening And it's feedback for the five sense consciousness, the outer world. It's how our spirit experiences this, right? And so it, there's nothing wrong with emotions. Now the ego will get you coming and going. The ego will (laughs) have a bad belief or misconception. We get into an emotion, we get angry, and then the ego beats us up for being angry, coming and going, right? Like there's no winning with the ego. So to me, it's like, I can always tell if I'm, Judging something through the ego of through truth, truth never condemns. The ego always does, right? And it's just, it's a matter of going, I choose today to master my emotions. I choose to understand that my emotions are feedback. They are not who my spirit is. I choose this day to step into my power and have my spirit take authority over my soul, my body, my emotions, and my ego, right? This is that journey in starting to rise in consciousness in that way. And it's not a fast food, let me get it through a drive-through type experience. When I was really at the height of doing this, I perception told me I failed multiple times. But I really didn't because I can look back and better is better. Just becoming aware halfway through the emotional spin is better than being in the emotional spin for a month. Just becoming, so go easy on yourself. We, we did a podcast on this not long ago. Better is better, right? And so 
go easy on yourself. You're going to mess up. There's always a belief that is driving the behavior. And I now choose to seek truth about it so that I can see through the eyes of God and truth versus the eyes of my ego. The eyes of my ego will always be constrictive and judgment. I feel bad about it. The eyes of truth are healing, expansive, freedom, liberty, right? In the emotions, this is another thing. There's a lot of beliefs around emotions. If I remove the energy of the emotion or this energy, it will be okay. But the belief creates the energy. So when the belief is triggered again, the emotion will come back. So it really goes back to the truth that sets you free at that deeper level with the belief. And so, you know what? We become masters of our emotions and it's not by our willpower. It's as we seek the truth, they no longer control us. Does that make sense? That's That's great. I would even think of like fear around that. A fear is like for me, what you're talking and I'm like, when I'm fearless or like, it's not fearless. It's like, I'm afraid, but I'm doing it anyway. Like that feels like my best self. Well, you know what? And there's no judgment. I like the emotion, right? There's no judgment around where you are, but in ancient teachings, fear and doubt are your two enemies. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there's stages of lifting up out of fear, right? Like if you feel fear and do it anyway, you have lifted up out of a level of control of fear, like fear controlling you, right? There's no judgment on where you are with that. Mm-hmm. As you continue to lift up and evolve, eventually you'll get truth on what you believe and the fear won't even be created, mm-hmm. right? Like we're growing in understanding that we are the creators of our experience and our beliefs create fear and doubt or they create truth and victory. Mm-hmm. Like whatever we believe, we outpicture into the world and the world shows up. So for an example, I dented my car, not my new one, not, not the new one, thank God. <laughs> but the other lease, I was in a parking garage thing and I just, I clipped the column and kind of dented it. And then I was like, shit, right? And then I go, whoa, because I know even I created that. Someone would say, really? You just into the column, Claudette. No, I'm going to that belief because I want to seek, is there a belief within me, right? So I said, what do I believe that allowed that? And the belief that came up was, you think you need to be punished. And how it outpictured in the world was, the pain in the butt moment of denting the car and having to deal with it. And so I got truth on that. So it's very, without truth, it's hard to link some of this stuff because logic and reasoning could not have taken me to the belief that I believe I deserve to be punished. But it's what I believed. And I would have told you at that moment in my little enlightened self, oh no, I don't deserve to be punished. I don't believe that. But I surrendered and that's what came up, right? And so I know my beliefs are energy and thought waves that go out and create all types of scenarios that show up in all types of ways. But there's always a link back to first cause, which is in me and what I believe. So, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect, Claudette, the way you said that, you know, whether someone is ready to go to the direct truth or ready to just be curious about 
their experience. You know, there's some people jumping to truth is a big leap, right? And or jumping to something else that I do or something that Sarah or Catherine does, whatever it is, that may be a big leap. And it is true. Like that's really the, that's where I went with my experience lately is like that came up for me to experience. So where I could see what pattern was still there within me, what, what was still there and how I could shift that from that perspective. There's different ways that you can do that. But one very simple way without any other help from anyone else is just be curious Become curious about, isn't that interesting that that just happened? What is the reason why it's happening? You know, just a few questions. And my response or reaction, what does that remind me of as a child or as a younger adult or even last week? You know, it's just what is happening that's happened consistently. And if I don't care for how I'm showing up, then I get to choose to go deeper on my own, to go to Claudette, to go to me, to go to healer, to go to an intuitive, to to work with a coach, whatever it is, you get to choose. And better is better. So to me, the curiosity is what got me in real estate. When I was having major freaking meltdowns, I mean, if the desk could be dented the number of times I've slapped it, right? I'm going to admit this. This is who I was. And this is after a couple years after practicing truth, this happened because I was doing it kind of on my own. Anyone can do it on their own. It just takes longer, but you can do it on your own. The divine plan is in you. Everything you need is within you. And so I was kind of flopping along on my own. And I had a really good friend that I had worked with um, and she came on to work as an assistant and my energy and anger, I would get angry and vent at her. I wasn't upset with her. I wasn't angry at her. She quit. And we haven't been friends since because she's like, you're too intense, Claudette. You know, my anger was too concentrated, intense. I would hang up from a deal in having to deal with an agent who was dishonest or whatever. And I would hang up, hit the desk and I'd call her and go, I can't believe what just happened. Right. And it was like, I was funneling that. And she, she told me, it feels like you're doing it at me, even though you're not mad at me. Right. That was feedback for me. I became very curious as to why I do that. I became very curious as to, isn't there more Am I under the control of this anger or can I master it and get truth on it? And that's when I begin to to go into truth about that. So curiosity is always the first thing, right? It's always the first step. And I'm not your answer. The truth is. So it could be any of us helping you, but the truth is in you. (laughs) So when you ask for the truth, you invoke the law of truth and it begins to rise, which is what's so cool. I heard someone say recently, and it really, really stuck with me. This was last year sometime. Change your frustration for fascination. Change your frustration for fascination rather than, oh, you mother effer, what the fuck? Like, that's fascinating. Tell me more. You know, like, I thought that was super powerful because, you know, like, you're just sharing, Claudette, like, I have a pattern of 
being very like verbal about my stress too. And it may not be directed at a certain person, but it certainly is a very strong energy. I can feel it in my soul. And one of the things doing this show, I thought about, I am not in my best self when there that stress is like on and I'm like trying to like communicate to people and I'm like, like aggressive and dominating. And like the tone is like way too much. And like, you know, and I can feel that, you know, and it's like, it's out of fear and scarcity versus expansion and abundance. It's like, I get like panicked about time and all the things I've got to do and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like this and I'm talking quick and it's like mad woman central. And then it's like, oh, that does not feel good. This is not my best self. And it does not feel good to the people around me. And so that was a big motivation and a big aha to shift that really quickly. The taking over of the stress and who I become in that moment. Nope, not my best self. Again, it comes back to stress. And I think everybody that's listening or anyone that's here is that stress is a part of our life. And we can determine how we want to react or respond to that stress. And when your body's talking with you and encouraging you to go in a different direction, take a few seconds, take a few minutes and just breathe. Do the four squared method. Do breathe into the count of four, hold it to the count of seven, release it to the count of eight and do that three or four times in a row. And that will make you, will bring you back to center before you do take any action whatsoever. That takes less than a minute to do less than a minute. And that breath has been life-changing for me. Yeah. If you take that minute, it's going to save you hours and years eventually because you get to be present. Sarah, you have um something? Yeah, I was thinking, um, what is the Jack Canfield R versus E plus R equals O. So yeah. there's events in your life, it's your reaction or your response equals the outcome, which the outcome is based on your reaction or response. The only so the formula is, is says there's only one part of the formula that you have any control over whatsoever, and that is your reaction or your response, which we've talked about before. But yeah. yeah, there's one thing that I was on a summit this past weekend, or I was I spoke in a part of a summit this past weekend, and I apologize to the woman who said this, but I feel like it's worth repeating here in this when we talk about what is your best self. Your best self isn't that you're always perfect and happy and treat in being kind. Your best self is being your best self when you're in the moment. So this is what she says. You are irreplaceable, unrepeatable, remarkable miracle with your own special brand of brilliance. Adjust your crown as freedom is your birthright and has always been. So no matter how you show up, no matter where you are in life, remember your unrepeatable, remarkable miracle. And you don't need to beat yourself up. You just get to improve from that point forward. Looking back creates depression. Looking too far ahead creates anxiety. And when you're in your heart, it creates love and joy and compassion. So with that said, we are coming to a close of our 
podcast, this, uh, this podcast. And so I would say that if anybody has anything else to add that we've missed on how people can show up in the best way possible in every minute, please go ahead and do that now. I would say be encouraged Mm -hmm. and understand that every little choice you make for better is all that matters. You don't have to become perfect. You don't have to, you know, as the truth facilitator, the the feedback I get is people go, thank God you're not perfect. Cause I'll share, I just went through this. This is how you get through it. it. That's all it is. We're just walking each other home. Right. And when I learned to have grace for myself and others, it helped me to just relax and know that the divine plan unfolds in me and I will grow. So better is better. Better is better. I'm just loving this better is better. And even if just only begin with awareness, growth first and better is better. Mm, There it is. I love it. Yeah. You know, what's on my heart right now is just to know that however you're feeling, there's always another energy or emotion that you can always access, right? Like the four major energies that we all have. We all have fun energy in us. We all have a goddess loving energy in us. We all have a Zeus certainty type energy in us, right? So we all aspire. There's an aspirational energy. We all aspire to be and do things. We all have missions on this show. And so if you're feeling like frustrated, you can get fascinated. If you're feeling a little too Zeus or certain or dominating, you can access your heart and your goddess or your fun energy. There's always, just because you're stressed or feeling some sort of way, you don't have to stay there. You can always reach for something else. Oh, I love that. Fascination. I love being in that energy. So in closing, I want to just say, loosen the grip of self-criticism. Loosen the grip of criticism of others. Set yourself free. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.